You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Pastor Cassandra Foy. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, I didn't say patty cat God. I said give God some glory. Hallelujah. For he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. I'm pausing here because God is still talking. Hallelujah. He's moving in this place. I don't know whether you feel it or not, but God is doing something amazing in this place right now. Just lift your hands and just receive what God wants to do with you. Hallelujah. So God, we thank you on today and we magnify your name, oh God. For you are King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you, O God, for your presence in this place, O God. We thank you, O God, for what you're going to do in us, through us, and for us. God, we give you all the glory and all the praise on today. And we serve notice on the enemy that he is defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. He gets no place, no glory, because you get all the glory, you get all the praise, God. So, God, we just thank you for your people that are in the building and those that are virtually listening and tuning in on today that you will be glorified in this place, God. And we give your name praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. You may be seated in his presence on today. I tell you, I am super excited about what God is doing in this season and time. We honor God on today and we honor our senior leaders, our Apostle Willie Tauber, our Apostle Mamie Tauber, our lead pastor, Pastor Steve Tauber, amen, to our sister Melissa Tauber, to all the pastors, ministers, and evangelists, mothers, everyone is here, all of you, amen, and I definitely want to honor my wonderful husband on today, Pastor Hector Foy, amen, amen, I tell you, it's good to be married to someone who knows how to pray. It's good to be married to someone that knows what love really means. It's good to be married to someone that's not intimidated by your anointing. Come on, y'all. You ain't saying nothing up in here. Hallelujah. I love that man of God. And I thank God for choosing me to be his wife. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. If you're not married, you might not understand yet, but you will. If that's your desire to be married. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. We want you to get your Bibles out. Hallelujah. I'm stirred up over those praise reports. Hallelujah. To God be all the glory. Amen. Get your Bibles and turn to Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. Then we're going to go to Isaiah 55 and 2. And there'll be some other scriptures throughout, but we're going to start there. I tell you, our pastor, Steve, he was ministering on last Sunday, even on before that, And I was like, stop it. Get up my message. Stop it. (laughs) But to God be the glory. He works like that. And that's okay. I love it. Amen. Amen. Again, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, and then Isaiah 55 and 2. Amen. When you have the word, say, I got the word. Amen. And stand to your feet. Hallelujah. How many know the word is powerful? The word is not only powerful, but it is alive. Hallelujah. When we read the word of God, we need to read it with power. Hallelujah. If you're able to stand, we want you to stand in honor of God's word on today. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. I'm going to be reading out of King James Version. 
And then I'm going to go down to 55 and 2 of Isaiah. And it reads, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Isaiah 55 and 2 reads, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for which satisfies not? Hearkeneth diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. So as the word of the Lord is already blessed, may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time to put on some weight. Come on, shout across the room to somebody and say, it's time to put on some weight. Hallelujah. I know that seems a little um, different, right? Because most times we're trying to lose weight, but it's time to put on some weight. How many of you have considered um, going on a diet to lose some weight? You can raise your hand. It's all right. Hallelujah. Because we live in a culture that's consumed with shedding pounds, whether it's from our bodies, our schedules. But today, we're not going to talk about shedding weight. We're talking about gaining weight. Somebody say, what? <laughs> Last year, I um, had the opportunity to visit a therapist, and um, she advised me to start lifting weights. And she talked about how important it is for women especially to include it in their, um, their daily physical fitness plan. And for some, that could be challenging, but adding weights give you additional resistance that strengthens your muscles, it deepens your endurance, and transforms your workout. Similarly, in our spiritual journey, we are called to add weight to our walk with God. Somebody say it's time to put on some weights. Some weight, some weight, some weight. Time to put on some weight. We're going to show you about some weights a little later, but shout again. Say it's time to put on some weight. Hallelujah. Come on, give God a praise for that. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. You know, sometimes that can be definitely challenging. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 1, NIV, we find a profound metaphor. Amen. Um, for our spiritual uh, pilgrimage. And therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witness, the Bible says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us, the NIV version, and let us run with perseverance the race 
marked out for us. Picture a runner shedding off um, unnecessary weight, moving freely and running with endurance. In the same way, our spiritual race calls for intentional steps to add weight. Not burdens, that's different. But in the richness of God's word, prayer, and transformative experience. Amen? We have to make sure that we are adding on the weight that God wants us to add on. Hallelujah. So today in our time together is my assignment to help you. To help you understand the significance and the power of adding weight to your spiritual walk. How can we deepen our connection with God, strengthen our faith muscles, and be able to fight against the strategy of the enemy and win every time? How many want to win every time? There's a song, and yet my um, my um, son always teased me because I never say his name right. But y'all know what I'm talking about. You can shout his name, so I'm not going to mess it up. But he says, um, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Okay, who knows the name? DJ? Uh, thank you. See, I knew y'all would know. Amen. Amen. Because <laughs> when we come into the house of God, our hands should go up, right? I said, he must know something about God when he did that. Hallelujah. Because we should be praising God when, I, when we come into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. There are several reasons why in the natural individuals need or desire to put on weight. Let's look at some of those. When you talk about someone who's underweight or malnutrition. And so individuals who are underweight or malnourished may need to gain weight to achieve a healthier body mass index, the BMI, and then to ensure they are receiving sufficient nutrients. The more you participate in things that feed your flesh, have you noticed the more malnourished you will become? And maybe you don't want to recognize that. But I'm going to tell you, the more you participate in fleshly things, the more malnourished you'll become. So let's say, for example, you have friends who say, let's go to a party. You know you don't belong in the party, but you go anyway just because. So because you put yourself in an atmosphere of fleshly, not just people, but an atmosphere that's fleshly, an atmosphere that's pulling on your anointing in the wrong way, hallelujah, you will begin to go in that direction. Ask me how I know. Because a lot of times when you work in the second, you're on the road a lot. Because when I travel, people try to get you to do certain things. And that's why it's so important. So I say, you know, whatever got you where you are today, keep it. So where prayer has got me where I am today, so I continue to pray every day. Because I know if I don't pray, that may be a problem. So you have to know what you need in your life to make sure you stay saved, delivered, and set free. Some people be like, oh, that's so glamorous. You know, like, oh, you can, where are you going now? Where are you going? No, 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 no. You don't understand. When I hit the hotel room, I'm praying. I'm like, God, everything in this room does not love you. It got to go. Keep me while I'm here. Keep me not just safe, but keep me sane and keep me saved. Hallelujah. I was on an elevator, Pastor Steve, at one trip, and there was a um, pilot on the elevator. And he began to talk, you know, and I felt right in my spirit. Right, I said, he going the wrong direction. He going the wrong direction. He said, so you stay in this hotel. I didn't answer him because that was none of his business. <laughs> he said, oh, I didn't know if you heard me. I just want to see if you were staying in the hotel. I looked at him and I pressed the button on the next for the next floor and I got off. See, because, you know, you have to be careful of your anointing. This is no time to play. We know the enemy's tricks. Hallelujah. We see him afar off. So are you going to indulge in it? Are you going to remember to add on the weight of God? Hallelujah. We don't want to be malnourished. The more you say no to the prompting of God, that's being malnourished. 
the more you tell God what you're not going to do. That's being malnourished. The more you open the door to the enemy, that's being malnourished. Then there's those who need to gain weight for medical conditions and recovery from illness and surgery. I had a um, procedure called the Whipple. Many of you may know about that, but the Whipple is a procedure that's usually given for those with pancreatic cancer. And it's a big surgery because doctors brag about it. Like they can do the Whipple. They think they big stuff. So you, when after having that surgery, I needed to put on weight because I had lost like over 65 pounds. Imagine that. <laughs> Thank God for Jesus. And, you know, in that process, being that, uh, being that weight that I was when I lost that weight, I felt frail. I felt weak. I felt like I couldn't accomplish much. I probably couldn't even lift this three-pound bar because that's, that's sometimes what surgery will do to you. And so in that, we have to make sure those who are in the natural, in terms of in the natural, when you go through those things, you have to make sure you do build up your strength, just like in the spirit. You have to build up your strength in God. You have to read your word. You have to study your word. You have to pray, right, Jayden? You have to pray. You have to seek the face of God. That's going to build you up. That's why people want to add weight for athletic performance. You know, they have to, for strength training or for certain sports, um, they may aim to increase their muscle mass or to improve their performance. This involves gaining weight in the form of lean muscle. We don't want the fat muscle. We don't want fat. We want lean muscle, right? And then some people do it for body image or um, self-esteem they gain weight, even for movies. People um, in, the, in the theater, in the, in the um, um, acting, actresses, actors and actresses, they sometimes gain weight for a part. Eating disorders recovery. If someone has an eating disorder, they try to recover. The doctor will tell them, you know, eat this, eat that, do this, do that. Individuals recovering from eating disorders, such as anorexia, bulimia, may work with healthcare professionals to achieve a health weight as part of their recovery. And then you want to improve your energy levels. Guess what? During the fast, we're in a consecration mode, right? And during this time of fasting, sometimes your energy level may be down. But you have to know what to do. That's why it's important to practice fasting. That's why it's important not to wait until the leadership calls for a fast. The fast. We haven't, we're going to be having a prayer summit. People need to start practicing praying now. So that way you'll be ready when the prayer summit comes. You're not getting ready. So when the prayer is going forth, you won't get sleepy. You won't get tired. You won't be looking for a pillow. But you'll be ready to engage, ready to really, you know, uh, intercede and warfare and stand in the gap. Hallelujah. So we want to improve energy levels. It's crucial to approach weight gain in a balanced and healthy manner. Focusing on nutri nutrient-dense foods, regular exercise, and consultation with healthcare professionals, gaining weight too quickly or through unhealthy means can have a negative consequence on health. If someone is considering weight gain for healthy reasons, it's advisable to seek guidance from a healthcare professional. Same thing with, with what we're doing in the body of Christ. That's why he called some apostles. He called the fivefold ministry, right? to help us in that area, in the spiritual sense. Amen. For preparation, for guidance, for correction. I know we don't want to hear that. Nobody want to hear that the, the leadership is here to correct us. Somebody say correction. Teaching, balance. You know, love God, but don't be spooky, right? Serve the ministry, but serve your family too. 
it's okay to go on a vacation. It's okay to spend time with your loved ones. But make sure you put God first in all things. Hallelujah. It's important to know what season we are in right now. I think I heard some Melissa talking about this as well. Knowing the season that we are in. And we can't afford to have babes in the woods. You know, I think about that. When you go out, you see these movies and stuff, and you see people walk out into the woods, and I'm like, why? You're not even prepared to go out there. You have no weaponry. What are you doing? We put out, we go out into the woods, we go into these places, we're not even ready to do battle. Some people say, well, I used to be an alcoholic, so I'm going to go to the bar and get people saved. No, you're not. You, are you ready for that? Now, some people may do that and be okay, but everybody's not ready for that, to go into, but what, you can stay outside, wait for them to come out. They're going to come out eventually. Don't set yourself up. If you're not ready for that battle, don't set yourself up for it. Somebody say, put on some weight. We are talking about the kind of weight that comes from overindulgence. Um, that, not talking about the weight that comes from overindulgence, but a weight that brings depth, substance, and strength in our spiritual lives. In a world that often encourages us to travel light, God is inviting us to carry the weight of his glory. Hallelujah. His word and his love. In the Bible, we find a powerful metaphor um, of this of psalmist who declares, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Today, we are exploring the idea that it's time to gain some weight. God's word adds weight to us. Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And I, I love that scripture because it reminds me of who God is. Because the enemy comes in rushing and roaring like a crazy person, right? We all got to do is just stand up and say, stop. Quit it. And that's the weight he wants us to have. We can just stand up and say, okay, devil, get out. Stop it. It's over. I'm not having it. We have to get to that place. It's not always that we're yelling and screaming, but sometimes you just got to stand firm and just tell the devil, listen, I'm not falling for it. We've been down this road before. Hallelujah. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I can do all things through Christ who give me the strength. Amen. Say, put on some weight. Take it in. Put on some weight. Put on some weight. Let us consider what it means to carry the weight of God's truth, his promises, and his love in a world that often seems to be on a spiritual diet. That's the diet we don't want to be on. We don't want to be on the spiritual diet. Hallelujah. We want all. Um, all of God's best. We want all of his word. We want all of it. We, the Bible talks about eating the whole roll in, in, in terms of the, the word of God. And he's talking to Ezekiel and he's saying, listen, you got to take this whole thing before you can give it to the people. You got to take it. It's time to put on some weight. We don't read our Bibles daily. We don't pray daily. We don't seek the face of God daily. We lack discipline. Why is it that we can be disciplined at work for the most part, right? Most of us, right? We are disciplined at work. But when it comes to the things of God, we lack discipline. I think about the five. Now, don't get me wrong. 5.30 a.m. call. There's times I miss the call a couple of times. Sometimes we do miss the call. But every week you miss the call. That's, th that's lack of discipline. Because guarantee if somebody said, I, meet me um, in Baltimore, which is far from here, right? Meet me in Baltimore. At 6 a.m. in the morning, I got a million dollars for you. I guarantee you'll be there early to get that million dollars. But if God said, meet me at 5.30 a.m., because when you pray, I'm going to answer you. And it's like, God, I'm tired. 
God, I don't really feel like it. I was up late last night. I, you know, I, I didn't feel well. Well, that's the time to pray. Hallelujah. Say, put on some weight. We lack discipline. The church needs to put on some weight so we can be the church that God needs to be. Are you ready to trade your superficial for substantial? I'm ready to do that. Are you open to being fat in the things of God? Hallelujah. I know sometimes that's a negative word, but when he's talking about in the spirit, that's a good thing. The Bible talks about the being the fat and, and the fatness and um, how he wants to flourish us. Amen. Gaining weight in the spiritual realm is not about burden. It's about becoming, hallelujah, becoming rooted, grounded, and fortified in the richness of God's presence. This is why our scripture text in Ephesians, God gave us the fivefold ministry. He gave us gifts to the body of Christ. It tells us he gave us some apostles, some uh, prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. They want to put some, help us get some weight. That's what they're doing. Stop fighting what God wants to perfect in us. Stop fighting leadership. We want to see you grow in God. That's the thing. We want to see you grow in God and use every gift. We often hear our apostles talk about being gift unwrappers. How can we unwrap the gifts if we don't allow them to be poured into us, if we don't exercise our faith? Till we all come to the unity of the faith, of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This text envisions believers reaching a level, come on, I'm to say level, reaching a level of unity, knowledge, and maturity that reflects the character of Christ. So the Bible tells the greater we should be the children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. I imagine Paul was tired of seeing malnutrition Christians. Could you imagine someone going over doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and they just keep hitting the wall, keep hitting the wall. You ever seen somebody who every year Every year they say, I'm, I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of debt. But they keep spending and spending and spending. At some point, you got to be tired of that. You ever see somebody in a relationship where you know is abusive and you know they really shouldn't be with that person, but they keep going back to them, going back. They break up, go back, go back, break up, go back. Go... 
I was in the salon and there was a woman. And I tell you, Sister Melissa took everything in me not to get up and snatch the phone and say, you can do better. So I'm in getting my hair washed. I'm like, God help me. I'm holding on to the arms of the chair like, God help me, God help me. Because she has her earbuds and I can't hear what's on the other end, but she was FaceTiming someone with her earbuds and, and she was crying. And she was like saying, but it sounds like you're just making up excuses to leave me. I don't understand what I did wrong. What is it? I don't think you understand. You're making this stuff up. No, stop it. Why are you doing this to me? This went on for about 30 minutes. And but the spirit Lord said, just pray, just pray, just pray. Because one, you can't, you have that balance. Whereas I want to go and lay hands and tell her, give me that phone and run out and crush it on the ground. Lord said, just pray. But I know prayer can go where I can't be. And I've been praying for that woman that she would walk away from that because that's not of God. That's malnourished. When you keep doing the same thing over and over again, allowing people to step on you, walk over you, when you have the authority and the power within you to change it, that's malnourished. When you keep going back and forth, you know, I think about somebody who's dealing with um, bulimia and they're bulimic and they eat, then they regurgitate. I want you. Yes, I love you. I want to be with you. Yes, yes, this is good. Good relationships. Then something happened. Regurgitate. I don't want to be with you. I got to go. And then there's another thing, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Pika. And it might be, no, it begins with the R. Y'all help me if y'all know what it is. Where they actually chew, regurgitate, and put it back in their mouth. I know. But that's how some of us are. We keep going back to the same thing. And God said, I want to add some weight to you so you won't have to go back to that. Keep asking God, you know, God, what do you want me to do? He already told you what he wants you to do. Well, God, I, I think, um, you know, I think I need to, um, my time is up, my season is up. I think I need to go over here. But guess what? If you're going to do the same thing you was doing over, the, over here, you're going to do the same thing over there. <sighs> Somebody say it's time to put on some weight. Uh, keep your focus on God and not on people. I hear it all the time. People are complaining and saying certain things. Well, if the pastor would do this, if the, not here, yes, Lord. But the pastor would do the pastor would do that. And I always tell them, but what are you doing? Put on some weight. Get in your word. Your focus should be on God, not on the pastor. And that's the problem that we make as, as people of God. We focus so much on the person. We put the person up on the pedestal. We worship the person, and we forget there's God, the one that chose them and, and, and handpicked them for the assignment. We should be worshiping God, not people. When we add weight, we'll understand that. The goal is to attain a mature and grounded faith that is rooted in the truth of Christ. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 is the perfect example of how to gain weight and to be fat in the spirit. It says, finally, my brother, we're not going to read the whole verses, but finally, my brother, uh, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know what it says, put on the whole armor of God. God's armor puts weight on us. 
This scripture speaks about putting on the full arm of God, emphasizing the idea of spiritual readiness and strength. Each piece of armor represents different qualities or virtues that believers should put on in, the spirit, in their spiritual journey. Somebody say, I need the weight of God's armor. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, it talks about. And Pastor Steve ministered on this, and he was talking about it, and I said, okay, here we go, here we go. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We got to know who we fighting with. It's not the person next to you. Even in the situation when people are coming after you, it's not them. It's the spirit that's working in them. And we have to know that. Paul is conveying the idea that the true adversaries of the believers are not human beings, but rather spiritual forces aligned against God. So if they're aligned against God, guess what? They're aligned against you. Anybody who's an enemy of God is my enemy. Hallelujah. You talk about principalities and powers and rulers. It refers to spiritual entities and ex exert influence over certain territories and domains. And that concluding phrase, and after you have done everything to stand, reinforces the importance of persistence and spiritual readiness. We gotta be ready. For whatever's coming, we need to be ready. And the only way we're gonna be ready if we add on some weight. The weight of God. Even after facing trials um, and challenges, we have to make sure we are ready for what God wants to do. In the powers of darkness, when you decree and declare um, that you are sober, that you don't want to do those things, you want, don't want to go back to Jimmy's bed or Susie Lou's bed, whatever, you decree those things, he's going to try you. He's going to say, oh, you don't? Oh, oh, you don't want that smoke? You don't, you don't want? I'm going to date myself. You don't want that OE? You don't want that? You sure? Because I got a, a bottle right here. We can go to my car right now. We could. That's what the enemy will do. He'll try you. That's the powers of darkness. Trying to pull you back into darkness. But you got to be able to say no. With assurity, not just no, I don't want to do that. No, say no. I belong to God. And then if you need a, a accountability partner, get an accountability partner. You don't have to do this by yourself. That's why you have sisters and brothers in Christ. That's why there are therapists. To help you get through those hard times. Hallelujah. When you are weak, we are strong. Spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms indicates that the battle extends beyond the physical realm into the spiritual realm that, un, that were unseen forces are at work against the purposes of God. There's some things we cannot see with our natural eye. And I think I remember sharing with you that there's one time I was driving and I could see the demonic forces in the air. And they were just spewing out stuff in certain areas. And God was like, pray, will you, will you intercede? Will you, will you stand in the gap? Will you? And sometimes we, we, we second guess some things like, am I, am I really? yeah, you're seeing it. And God wants you to do something about it. He wants you to pray. He wants you to warfare. He wants you to intercede. The purpose of this verse is to remind believers that their struggle is not merely against human opponents, but against unseen spiritual forces. It underscores the need for spiritual preparedness and reliance on God's strength. Hallelujah. Paul encourages believers to put on the full armor, add the weight of God's armor so you can withstand the challenges of the devil. Somebody say, stand your ground. Hallelujah. 
The concluding phrase, and after you don't understand, reinforce the importance of persistence, spiritual, and spiritual readiness. We can't straddle the fence, people of God. If you remember, I told you either in or you out. And we have to decide, are we going to be in this battle or are we going to be out? I prefer to be in. <laughs> if I'm in, I know I'm protected. If I'm out, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so I prefer to be in. Hallelujah. And when you talk about all those different things, the, the, uh, um, the loins girded about with truth, the breastplate of righteousness, all the different armor. When I did my research, I learned that the weight of the armor in biblical times depend on the size and purpose. However, just the breastplate itself, y'all ready for this? Can be up to 125 pounds, just the breastplate. I said, my God. So could you imagine carrying that weight? But see, we carry our weight not like a burden. We carry our weight for superpowers. <laughs> we carry our weight because we're in the supernatural. Hallelujah. We carry that weight so we can tread over scorpions so we can kill a giant. Hallelujah. That's why we carry that weight. And I thought about um, looking in research, looking up how much a helmet weigh for soldiers today and people in sports. I said a mere four to six pounds. See, that's the problem. We're looking for the easy way out. Like, God, don't, don't give me this weight. You know, give me this. I'm okay to pray on Sundays, but don't ask me to pray every day. I'm okay to maybe call my sister and pray with her. But please don't ask me to go to the hospital when she goes and ask me to pray. Because that may be a bit much. You're asking a little bit too much from me, God. And God said, add some weight. Put on some weight. Tell your neighbor it's time to put on some weight. And that's the problem. We don't want to train. Because it takes training to do that. You have to train for that. You just don't walk in and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to go and run uh, five miles today. You have to train for that. You don't just go into the gym and say, I'm going to lift this 200-pound barbell. No, you have to train for that. And I think about, you know, Solomon, when he followed the instructions of God, you know, he gave the right sacrifice. He gathered the right people. He had the right heart because he prepared not only for the building, but he prepared his own building. He prepared himself for what God wanted to do. They came in the house with weights. That's the thing. We have to come in the house with weight. We can't wait till we gear and expect the praise team to add weight to us, the, the preacher to add weight to us, the presider to add weight to us. But what kind of weight did you add to yourself while you were home? Have you been in your word? Have you studied your word this week? Have you prayed this week? Have you witnessed anybody this week? Did you share your testimony with anybody this week? What have you done outside of these doors to add weight to yourself? Come on, shout to your neighbor, add some weight. Hallelujah. When you add weight to your spiritual walk, yes, the power of God will show up in the church, but I want the power of God to show up in my house. <laughs> Come on. There's nothing like, I remember one time I was sitting at the office chair and I don't even know, Mr. Hart, I don't even know what happened. I don't, I don't even know what happened, but all of a sudden everybody in the house was messed up. 
it was just like, I think we might have been listening to a song or something, but and I was sitting there praying, just asking God for something. It was like the power of God just came through the whole house. And I said, yes, that's what I love. Yes. Get them all, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Work that thing out, Father. Yes. Turn it around in the name of Jesus. We have to get to that place where we get excited about the power of God in our own house. Could you imagine if you have somebody sick in your house and you walk by and all of a sudden they say, oh, I feel so much better. That's the weight of God. When you add on weight, you can do that. I remember being somewhere and I walked by somebody and they came back and said, you know, I had problems with my eyes, but when you walked by me, all of a sudden I could see. I said, well, thank God for that. And I can identify what Sister Melissa was talking about of last year, the doctors have said something to me similar to that. And I'm believing God. And I said, I don't know what y'all talking about, but these eyes will always work in the name of Jesus. I may not be able to read the screen like Pastor Steve can way back there, but Lord knows I can see it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we have to get to that place where we trust God and trust the power and the anointing, the power that he put inside of us to know that we have to wait Hallelujah, to speak those things, decree and declare those things. See, when you get this kind of word, the enemy have you get antsy. See, I know I'm talking about the enemy tried to even attack me last night. Even up till last night, I said, no, devil, you are a liar. So much so, Pastor, that I couldn't even move. But the power of prayer. The power of prayer. Because even though I couldn't really say what I wanted to say, I began to speak in my heavenly language and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, release this thing in the name of Jesus. And the man of God is right there praying with me. I said, Lord, I can't do much right now, but I can pray. Hallelujah. He understands our murmurs and our, gro our groanings. Hallelujah. He knows what we're saying. Then we be trying to take a sneak, like, what, 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 what's she saying? What's she saying? You don't, uh-uh, we ain't going to let you know. Hallelujah. Because what we're saying is hidden. Hallelujah. Sometimes God will just hide us. He that dwells in the secret place, the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. Hallelujah. And I decree and declare that thing that no, nothing can come not our dwelling. Sometimes things will try to come. They like said the weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. The weapon tried to form for breast cancer, but it couldn't prosper. Hallelujah. The weapon tried to form for pancreatic cancer, but it couldn't prosper. <laughs> Hallelujah. I think about that thing, and I said, yes. So me and my sister, we need to get together sometime and add some weight. See, because me and you together, right, we add more weight. So when we come together, we can walk around and say, okay, where you at? Who you trying to mess with? What? Cancer got no place in our bodies and in yours either. Hallelujah. We add weight to each other. And then I'm going to get my sister over here to add some more weight. Come on, Brown. Come on, Brown. Because we know that she walk in divine health and divine wealth. Hallelujah. Overflow blessings. So we get together. We can walk by the streets where the homeless are and say, be raised in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Get everything in order right where they are so they can have a home, so they can have some good cars. Hallelujah. So they can flow in the blessings of God. Because together we add weight in the spirit. Hallelujah. We need to add some weight. Tell your neighbor, get some weight. Then I thought about how when we 
you know, we look at these weights here. I don't know. Elsa, can I use you as a demonstration for a second? Are you be okay? Can you hold this for me? Now, here she is. I'm going to give her this weight. How did that feel? That feel all right? That feel okay? So if I give you this weight, how did that feel? That feel all right? I'm going to spot a little bit because I ain't trying to hurt nobody, okay? That feel all right? Okay, so if I take this one from you, you are right with that, right? But when I add this on to you, how that feel right there? How that feel right there? Yeah, that feel a little heavy. That feel a little heavy. But this is the thing. When we walk around and an enemy try to mess with us, Ellie, we have the weight of God on us. So what you do when the enemy try to come in and mess with you and tell you you're not going to succeed, drop a weight on them. Drop it. And it crushes the enemy because he wasn't expecting that. We walking around and we like, he don't see it. He don't see what we're carrying. He don't see what, what we got in us. Grab that purple one now, Ellie. Grab that one. He don't really see it. Put it behind your back and we're going walk to with, walk with me. We, he don't see what's behind us. He don't see what we're carrying. He don't know the anointing on our life. Hallelujah. But when he comes and try to mess with us, then we drop a weight on him. Drop a weight on him. Drop a weight on him. Hallelujah. And, that, and then it crushes him. Hallelujah. Because now he know I can't mess with her. Not only can I not mess with her, I better not go mess with her house. Hallelujah. Because they'll drop a weight on me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They'll make me feel real small. Amen. We have to, that's why we have to teach our children how to pray, how to seek the face of God, how to pray for themselves, as Jayden was saying. Sometimes, listen, that's a good resource, prayer. He said, all I, to, all I need to do is pray. That's good. That's good. Keep praying. That's right. Call on the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of who? Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much. Come on, give God a praise. Come on, somebody say, add some weight. Add some weight to your sister. Add some weight to your brother. Come on, tell him. Add some weight. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We have to tell him, look, that's the thing. We afraid. I bind that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus Christ. I think why I said that earlier. We don't fear nothing. The enemy will try to make us tremble. Now, he's the one that's going to tremble. So that's what I mean by the weight, adding the weight. So when you wake up in the morning, he already know, oh, my Lord. They done woke up. Oh, my Lord, I see the covers done pulled that, pulled back. Oh, my Lord, they actually walk in. Oh, my Lord, they left the house. Oh, my goodness, they got in their car. Oh, my Lord, they went to work. Oh, my goodness. Because he's scared. He's going to be running scared, not me. We're going to send him a flight. Hallelujah. We're going to send him running. Amen. Because of the weight, hallelujah, that we've added to our lives, it's time to put on some weight. I don't just roll over and allow anything to happen on my watch. There was something that was going on. I said, okay, devil, you a liar. Oh, no, you don't. Don't you even try. You had the nerve, the audacity to do that. Oh, no, you didn't reverse that thing in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back to the sender right now. We put a hook in your nostril, right of your tongue. We bind you in the name of Jesus. You have no place. You have no authority. In the name of Jesus, cross that bloodline. The weight, adding weight. I will not be spiritual bulimic. I will not be spiritually anorexic. We won't do that. Hallelujah. We have to remember the weight of God. I want to gain so much weight till I'm just so fat. So spiritually fat. I, I, I just want to just gain so much weight. I don't even know how much weight that would be. I don't even know what that looked like. But I just know when you gain spiritually weight, you could just be so fat in God. And when I say that, I don't just mean financially. I don't just mean, you know, having those things and um, stuff. 
I'm talking about so fat in God, so much weight of God that you can walk into a place and blind eyes open. You can walk into a place and they get up out of wheelchairs. You can walk past the graveyard and let somebody get up just because they heard the word of God. You can go into a hospital and they said they did. They said, oh, no, they're not. They are alive. I know that sometimes people say, what, what, what you talking about? No, God can do that too. He can do it. But we have to get to that place where we believe it, where we want more, where we know that God can do anything. I want to gain so much weight that demons will be crushed, pulverized, cut down. We want to put on so much spiritual weight that sickness, illness, and disease will be uprooted in the name of Jesus Christ. That's where I'm at. I want to gain so much weight till witches and warlocks run. That they know that past the sea is coming and that you need to back up. Get off the grounds. Get off the property. Walk away from the territory. It's not yours no more. We don't strip you from the territory. Hallelujah. We have to get to that place. Hallelujah. And the last thing I want to mention is that God was talking to me about that whole fat thing. I said, God, you are awesome. And he said, my weight is so heavy that I, you know, we have to, we have to actually enjoy the weight. But he talked about fat. He gave me three different acronyms for fat. He said fortified, armed, and triumphant. Tell your neighbor, I'm fat. Don't be scared. He said faithful, abundant, transformed. Tell your neighbor, I'm fat. Faithful, anointed, and transcendent. Tell your neighbor, I am so fat. <laughs> Don't be scared. Look, I see you say, no, say I'm fat. And I'm proud. Hallelujah, because it's the weight of God. Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet. Come on, anybody want to drop some weight on the enemy? Anybody want to drop some weight on the enemy? We want him to know, huh? I see, uh, yeah, see, I love this young man of God. He said, I want to drop some weight on the enemy. Evangelist said, I want to drop some weight on the enemy. Come on, come on. My brother said, I want to drop some weight on the enemy. You know how we do that? We begin to praise him. We begin to worship God. We begin to get them glory. We clap our hands. We stomp our feet. Hallelujah. We leap for joy. That's what we do to drop some weight on the enemy. We speak a word in season. Hallelujah. So if you want to drop some weight on the enemy, come on, give God a thunderous praise. Come on, lift up your voice and give him glory. Come on, magnify him. Add some weight to yourself. Hallelujah. Begin to enlarge yourself. Hallelujah. Give God all the praise. Give him all the glory. Tell him how good he is. Tell him how magnificent he is. Tell him how much you love him. Let him know you'll walk in obedience. You'll do what he say to. You'll pray more. You'll fast more. You'll seek his face more. Come on and bless him. Come on and bless him. Bless the king of kings. Bless the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. Don't get tired. Don't stop praising him. You said you want to drop some weight on the enemy. You said you want to crush the enemy. Well, give God all the praise. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him what you need. Tell him how much you adore him. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Hallelujah. By your praise, you let the enemy know that he is defeated in the name of Jesus. By your praise, you let the enemy know that he has faith in your home, in your heart. Hallelujah. I shake it. Lobo 
Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1844948395. Cash app dollar sign yes lord in. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.